on everybody this is another edition of thirst quench thursday thirst quench ministry thirst quench podcast i am your host tragic rosebreast senior and i as always am elated that you chose to kick it with me on tonight tonight we're going to be doing uh, a real quick real quick bible discussion about what none other than the process we're going to be talking about the process and i am excited i'm sorry not the process but the pressing the pressing is going to teach us that sometimes it may not feel good, but it's always going to feel worth it in the end if you just trust the process. Listen, as always, if you have any prayer requests or prayer re- prayer reports, um, please make sure that you throw those on the screen, DM me, whatever. I will make sure that I cover those in prayer, that I cover you in prayer. Listen, we have a lot of death. We have a lot of grief. We have a lot of bereavement going on in our community. So listen, I ask that tonight when you lay down and say your prayers that you keep a multitude of people. Again, keep the Sweezy family in your prayers. Keep um, the Gallette family in your prayers. Keep the Webbers, the Arringtons in your prayer. Uh, in your prayers. Listen, there's a lot of people who are going through. Count your blessings. Thank God that death passed you over um, on last night and on today. He spared you. That's the only that's the only difference. And you and I and them as they spared us this time. Um, so listen, I give God all praise on and glory. Again, if you have any prayer requests or praise reports, throw those in, put it in the box. I want to make sure that we cover those. Pray with me. Father, I thank you for this day. God, I thank you for life, health, and strength. God, I thank you that you are so mighty, so awesome, and so amazing. God, I give you praise because you deserve it. You deserve my worship. You deserve my praise, God. You deserve everything that I have, God. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, God, you are the only one who's worthy to be praised all by yourself, God. Not only did you die. But you got up, God. So I thank you for separating us from every other religious organization, period, anything else, God, because you not only died, but you got back up, God. So I thank you. I pray right now, God, that you decrease me 100% so these people see and hear none of me, God, but they see and hear all of you, God. I pray the words in my mouth and the meditations of my heart are acceptable and pleasing in your sight, God. You are my strength and my redeemer. God, I am an empty vessel. Fill me up, God, until my cup runneth over. I pray that you remove all distractions from this place, God. Whatever we are dealing with, God, I pray that you sit those issues by by the side, God, and allow us to focus only on your word. You are great and greatly to be praised. We love you and we praise you for us in your son. Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Listen, I hope everybody's well. Miss L.I.C., that I'm going to make sure that I lift those. Uh, Miss Ross, hope you're well. Miss Kathy, I hope that you're good. Karen Brackett, it's good to see you. I hope everybody's good. Listen, let's jump right in this word. Philippians 3. I preached at, uh, shout out to Changes Church. Um, uh, Jack, I got those. I'm going to lift up uh, the Newman family for sure. Um, shout out to Changes Church. They had me Sunday uh, to celebrate um, the word of God and to, to bring the word of God and celebrate uh, Reverend McClooney's birthday. So I'm uh, grateful for you guys having me. I preached um, Sunday from Philippians 4, but tonight we're going to backtrack and go to Philippians 3. Philippians 3, uh, 13 and 14. If you have it, listen, go ahead and highlight it on your phone, highlight it in your word. Um, we're going to read it just like this. Philippians 3, <clears throat> 13 and 14. Here it is. It says, Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it on my own, um, but this one thing I do know, I'm forgetting what lies behind me and I'm pressing forward. Some versions say I'm straining forward. Some versions say I press forward um, to what lies ahead. Here it is. It says I press on toward the mark 
Some versions say, I press toward the goal for the prize of the high calling. Some versions say the heavenly call um, in God, in Christ Jesus. I'm going to read it one more time. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own. This one thing I do know for sure, I'm forgetting what lies behind me. I'm pressing forward to what lies ahead of me. I press toward the mark. Somebody type it in your screen. I press, I press, I press. I press toward the mark uh, for the prize of the high call in Christ Jesus. Listen, for a topic, I need for you to type this on your screen, put it in the box before you share this thing. I need for you to share this as your caption. Here it is, the pressing. It is the pressing. We are talking about the pressing uh, the pressing, the pressing, the pressing. Here it is. So it says right here in verse 13, let's jump right down into this thing. I don't have a story to give you. I want to jump right in Bible. Tell somebody I need less fluff and I need more Bible. I need Bible. Here it is. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it on my own. Here it is. So what you have to understand that in this point in time, um, there are a multitude of people who are who are who are starting to worship false idols or worshiping um, uh, 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 false idols or worshiping other gods. And so they thinking that they have arrived. We hear that expression all the time. You think you ride. You're living with the Joneses. Um, so what happens is he has to be a reminder that beloved. I do not. I don't want there to be no, to be any a miscommunication. There be any um, um, ill thoughts. Here it is. I understand that I have not made it on my own. And if that's you right now and you feel like you have arrived, baby, I need for you to pump your brakes. Because like we said before we started the prayer, the only difference between the people who are grieving, the people who have lost loved ones and us, is that he spared us on today. Because just like they are grieving on today, it could be us in the morning who get that phone call. It could be us tonight who get that phone call where you've got to drop everything and rush. If you've ever been there where you've got that phone call, that phone call that really brings chills up your spine or down your spine, listen to me. You have to understand that the only reason that you're spared this time is because God chose to look over you. He chose to look over you and spare you on tonight and on today. So be grateful, be thankful that God chose to give you and give your family another chance. Because again, it could be you just like it is them on today. I do consider that I have not made it on my own. He acknowledges right there. And some things, you know, you, you hear the expression, um, uh, 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 what's understood don't have to be said. And so when he says, beloved, I do not consider that I have made it on my own. He's acknowledging that it's God who has brought me to where I am. You have to understand when to give God praise. You got to learn how to pump your brakes. You got to learn how to give God exactly what's due to him. Here it is the thing. We could never, and this is the struggle that I have. We could never give God all that he is due. We could never worship God enough. We could never praise God enough. That's why David said, I'll bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Here it is because we could never afford God's grace. We could never afford all that he does for us. We could never afford his grace and his mercy. Thank God for not only his grace and his mercy because there's some things we feel like we ought to been had and he says, no, not yet. And there's other things that we should have that God says, no, I'm going to spare you from this. Here it is. He spared us from our own sins. So this Bible right here, Philippians 3, 13 says, beloved, I do not consider that I have made it on my own. I'm acknowledging right there that I did not make it here on my own. I made it here only by the grace of God. Tell somebody it was the grace of God. Type that in your screen. It was simply the grace of God. Type that on your screen. The grace of God. I do not consider that I have made it on my own, but this one thing I do 
I'm forgetting what lies behind me and I'm straining forward to what lies ahead of me. Here it is. It's hard to see what's behind you when you're pressing forward. Oh, have mercy. I got excited that quick. I got excited that quick. It's hard to see what's behind you when you're pressing forward. But every now and then, somebody type every now and then, every every now and then, you ought to be able, like the old saints say, to look back over your life. Lord have mercy. Can I preach this thing like I feel it? And begin to see not, 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 not how you got over, not, not how far he's brought. I need you to see where you were. Here it is. Here it is. And the fact that God allowed you to be where you are right now. No, baby. And I'm tired of us preaching and teaching those cliches. I am not where I want to be. But I'm not where I started. Sometimes you got to learn how to see the progress. You got to. My, my life saying is progress, not perfection. Baby, I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm trying to make progress every day. I'm trying to get to know my Lord and Savior every day a little bit more. I'm trying to get closer to my family every single day. I'm trying to get closer to my friends every single day. Here it is. I am not where I started. I feel like that's a good place to insert some praise for somebody right there. Baby, you've been so down on yourself about the fact that you are not where you think you ought to be. When really and truthfully, if I can be 100% honest about that thing, you ought to thank God that you're not where you started. You have to be excited about the fact that you are not where you started. I know it's easy to see where some people are and think you ought to be there. As a matter of fact, I put more work in. I should be there. I deserve to stay more than I. Who are you to say what you deserve and what somebody else deserves? Because truth be told, if I can steal this from a testifying saint, you don't know my story. All the things that I've been through, you can't feel my pain, what I had to go through to get here. So, baby, who are you? Tell somebody, who are you? Ask somebody, who are you? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Where you think you deserve to be where I am. Baby, if you only knew what it took for me to get here, you wouldn't want to trade places with me. You see me on Thursday, baby, but you don't feel me Thursday night. You don't see me on Friday morning. You don't have to see me on Sunday morning. You don't see my day today. If only, if the only thing you're going off of is what you see right now tell somebody you can't handle what I go through and that's okay baby because my journey ain't like your journey and your journey ain't my journey that's why some of you are in law school some of you are driving trucks some of you are working for corporate America some of you are doing puppet ministry some of you are working in an adult daycare listen some of you are nurses some of you are doctors baby your journey is your journey for a reason your journey don't have to look your, 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 your journey. Your journey don't have to look like mine. Your journey don't have to sound like mine. Listen, don't be so keen. Don't be so excited about having that testimony that everybody has, especially if you're a preacher. Listen, if there are any young preachers on here, if there are any preachers, period, and you are wrestling with your call, baby, listen to me. There is nothing impressive about running from Jesus. That's not the glow testimony. You don't have to be okay saying, you don't have to have that standard testimony. You know, I ran from Jesus for 10 years. I ran from Jesus for 12 years. Why? Baby, he woke you up this morning. Give him praise. I'm not just talking to preachers no more. I'm talking to anybody who said, you know what? I get it right tomorrow. The simple fact that this verse, this verse in Philippians 3 can say it right here. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it on my own. Baby, it was not you that woke you up this morning. It was not you that provided everything that you needed. It was not you who made it where you are right now, baby. But if it had not been, yeah, preach Roseboro what you think I'm trying to do for the Lord who was on my side. I don't know where. Tell somebody, I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where I would be. Here it is. But you have to be okay not knowing where you would be. 
This is what I just got finished telling somebody not long ago. It's okay for the things that you go through not to make sense. Oh, now mercy, I feel like teaching. Darren, welcome to Thirst Quench Thursday. It's okay for the things that God does for you not to make sense. Here it is. My filth, my filth, my filth that I go through, my filth that I wear every single day. When I think about how God picks me up in my filth and he dips me down in his red blood and I come out spotless, I come out white as snow. Baby, that don't make a bit of sense to me because truthfully, if you, if I dip you in red blood, you come out more contaminated than you were when you went in. But something, something about the name Jesus, when demons tremble at that name, there's power in the fact that there is something about Jesus. Here it is. There, it does not have to make sense what you grow through. Let me say this one more time. The things that you go through on a daily basis, how God spares you, how God makes it able for you to wake up and have excitement, have joy in your heart, for you not to have lost your mind after all that you've been through, baby, it's not supposed to make sense. It does not have to make sense, and sometimes it will not make sense. All you got to do is say every now and then, thank you, Jesus. As a matter of fact, I need everybody on here to type that in your screen real quick. Thank you, Jesus. I don't need to know what you're thanking him for. Just thank you, Jesus. It does not matter what you're thanking him for. Well, maybe you say, I've already thanked him today. Baby, listen, if you just took a breath, you owe him a thanks. Lord, have mercy. I've gotten excited on Thirst Quench Thursday. Let's dig a little bit deeper. If he gave you breath right now, some people call it a oops, he did it again type praise. But listen, baby, I need for you to just tell him thank you. Why? Because he woke you up this morning because there was Somebody that you know that did not make it here on tonight. It is August the 12th, 816. There are somebody, there are some people in your life who did not see this thing. And if you don't do anything else on tonight, yes, tonight, on tonight, you are going to tell God thank you. Why? Because he did more than I ever expected. He did more than I deserve. He did more than I'm worthy of. He did more than I'm qualified for. But since he did it for me, since he thought enough of little old me, since he thought enough of you, Linda, since he thought enough of you, Miss Kathy, since he thought enough of you, Altrina, since he thought of you, Joanne, since he thought of you, Haley, since he thought enough of you, you ought to tell him thank you. Somebody shout hallelujah, hallelujah. Here it is. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it on my own, but this is one thing I do. I'm forgetting what lies behind me. And listen, here it is. Let's dig our anchor right there because that's a struggle for a lot of us. Not necessarily because we necessarily can't forget what we've done, but there are people who are still attached to our life. Lord, have mercy. I'm about to upset some people, but I told y'all that on Sunday. Here it is. I come to stir some things up. Here it is. There are some people who are still attached to your life who will not let the old you die. Have mercy. Let me say that one more time for Instagram. There are some people who are still attached to your life right now who will not let the old you die. Here it is. The only way that you can escape some things in your life if you cut some things off. See, I'm learning, and as the older I get, as, as, as I'm, I'm maturing, I'm learning when to cut people off and when to reposition some people. There are some people who do not deserve a place, who do not deserve a place or a spot in your life. Here it is. Those are the people that you have to learn how to cut it off. And when you cut them off, baby, listen to me. Don't cut them off and remember what they look like. Cut them off and always know that they are cut off. 
Does that mean I'm not going to speak to you when I see you? No, baby, we're going to be courteous. We're going to be courteous. But there are some people in your life who do not deserve a position. And since they do not deserve a position, I don't have to worry about repositioning them because they're not there in the first place. When somebody deserves to be cut off, baby, you're going to get confirmation. And Lord have mercy. Here it is. Let me slow down. Let me teach that thing. How in the world do I know I'm okay cutting somebody off? Because, baby, when you cut them off, you have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I don't care how long they've been a part of your life. I don't care how long they've been in your life. I don't care how long they've been in your circle. When it's time to cut them off, the day after you cut them off, you're going to sleep like a baby. Yeah. Preach, Rose, bro. The day after you cut them off, you're going to be like, I wonder what I was missing in the first place. The day after you cut them off, and as a matter of fact, I'm prophesying over somebody's life right now. You've been wondering whether or not you were supposed to cut that person off. Baby, listen to me. If you've been wondering cut them off. I think that there is peace attached to you cutting them off. I think that there's some doors that God's waiting to open, but he's waiting to see if you're bold enough to cut them people off. I don't care if it's your boo. I don't care if it's your best friend. I don't care if it's your day one, baby. The people who are supposed to be in your life. Woo! Preach Rose, bro. I'm running this train right now. Here it is. The people who are supposed to be in your life will be in your life. I don't care if you're scared of what your life looks like without those people, baby. Even if you got to walk like Ray Charles, I walk by faith and not by sight. Tell somebody I'm going to get there anyhow. Let's keep teaching because I'm feeling good. I'm starting to sweat. I ain't got no towel with me. Here it is. I'm forgetting what lies behind me. I can't, I can't move on. He didn't give me a release. I can't, I, I can't move on. Here it is. Those people who are attached to you, who won't let the old you die, are still where you used to be. Those people who are attached to your life, who will not let the old you die, are still where you used to be. Mind you, hear what I'm saying. You, They are where you used to be, not where you currently are. Why is that such a big deal? Because there are some people who do not want to see you get any better. There are some people who don't want to see you get stronger. There are some people who don't want to see you progress in life. Why? Because, baby, if you get better, you'll learn to forget about me. You'll learn that uh, the whole time I've been attached to you, I've been like a leech. I've been sucking the life right out of you. Wondering why you're walking around tired all the time. You're wondering why you walk around and you can't got no joy. Baby, you've got a leech that's attached to you. Learn to cut it off. Tell somebody, cut it off. Tell somebody, cut it off, cut it off. Here it is. Let's keep moving because I'm, I've been this thing 21 minutes. I know y'all tired of listening to me already. If I'm forgetting those things behind me and I'm pressing forward to what lies in front of me. Some versions say I'm straining forward to what lies before me. Here it is. What the Bible says right there. What the Bible, the Bible. Here it is, Tyrese. The Bible says what the Bible says right here is that when you're moving away from those people, those things that you're forgetting that's behind you, it ain't going to be easy, baby. It's going to be a struggle. The Bible specifically lets you know it's going to be a struggle. Why? Because it's says that I'm straining forward to what lies ahead of me. The Bible doesn't say specifically what lies ahead of you just yet. Here it is. Those things that's in front of you are going to be a struggle for you to get. Why? Because everything that you've ever known in your life, you have to forget to move forward. Here it is. When a person is going from keto, from a regular diet of living off carbs to going keto, baby, your body has been burning carbs your entire life. So if, let's say I want to go keto today. For 32 years, my body has been living and functioning and burning carbs. In other words, when I switch to keto, I'm not now moving from carbs to fats. My body doesn't learn how to burn fats until I make it forget how to burn carbs. 
Here it is. It's going to struggle. It's going to be, as a matter of fact, if there's anybody who's ever been keto, one thing you've got to understand is your body's going to be sluggish. You're going to be tired. You're going to be wore out for about 10 days. In other words, it's going to be a strain. Rosebro, you are really teaching this thing on today. New, I need for you to let somebody know this boy teaching this thing. Here it is. It's going to be a strain until your body gets used to burning the new things. It's going to be a strain for you to wake up in the morning and not call the person that you used to call. It's going to be a strain the first time you get into a pickle and you talking about the person who was there for you the whole time, who you had to cut off. Tell somebody, if my grandmother was still living, she would say this thing right here. She would say, what a friend we have in Jesus. Baby, I don't need those people I used to be attached to because I got a friend in Jesus. What better? a friend could you have than Jesus you don't know it till you know it you don't know how good God is until you know it you don't know how he's a healer until you've been sick in your body and woke up the next day and you feel fine you don't know what God is able to do until he spared your children you don't know how good God is until he skipped you skipped you skipped you and cars three that three cars down the road got in the wreck of somebody died baby you don't know how good he is until until he spares you. Here it is. The Bible says, I'm forgetting what lies behind me. I'm straining forward to what lies ahead of me. I told you he didn't tell you what was in front of you yet. Here it is. I press toward the mark for the prize. Here it is. Lord have mercy. I told you the topic was the pressing. Everybody always hears different demonstrations about the pressing. There's two types of pressing. In my mind, there's the pressing of olives to olive oil, and there's the pressing you do when you take your wrinkled clothes to the dry cleaners. Lord have mercy. Let me stop right there on the dry cleaners. Because when I take my clothes to the dry cleaners, I fold them up, I throw them in my bag, wrinkled and all, dirty and all, sweaty and all, and I drop them off. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. And when I come back, I'm getting clothes who have been washed. I'm getting clothes that have been pressed and now look presentable. If I preach in my clothes on yesterday, I've sweated them. I got pitch stains. I got back stains. I got neck stains. I got all this stuff. And when I drop my clothes off, filthy, dirty, wrinkled, unusable, unwearable, unpresentable. Now. Who is able to present you faultless before the throne of grace? I don't know where that went, but let's preach this thing. Here it is. When I release those things, when I leave those dirty clothes, when I leave that bag, remember the Bible says I'm forgetting those things that are behind me and I'm pressing, I'm straining forward. Here it is. So when I get to the cleanse and I pay my and I pay my bill, here it is. The thing about your dry cleaning and the difference in God's dry cleaning, baby, when you go to pick up your clean pressed clothes, he's already paid the price. He's already paid the price at a place called Calvary. I don't need to tell you this thing. I think you understand. Here it is. You got to forget those things. When you drop your dry cleaning off, you go not expecting to get wrinkled clothes. You go not expecting to get dirty clothes. You go not expecting to get wrinkled clothes. But when you pick up your dirty dry cleaning, you expect clean, maybe sometimes starched and pressed clothes. I need for you to understand this thing right here. And when there is an olive, I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on. Y'all sit tight. Y'all sit tight. Lord have mercy. Y'all sit tight. Y'all sit tight. Here it is. That's right. So here is the thing. I love to cook. If any of y'all follow me, y'all know I love to cook. Not only do I cook, I get down. If anybody thinks they can outcook me, let me know. That is me talking to you right now. Here it is. In order 
I've never seen an olive that I've enjoyed. I don't like big olives. I don't like little olives. I don't like green olives. I don't like black olives. I don't like olives with the little red thing in them. I don't like olives. But when I'm cooking, there is nothing else that takes the place of this olive oil. Lord have mercy. In order for my food not to stick, I've got to put some olive oil down. But in order for me to receive the things that I need to cook, there has to be a pressing process. When the olives are gathered, they're pressed in a, they're, they're put in a big machine that allows something to roll over them and press it. Oh, I'm glad you love olives. I think they're disgusting, but the juice, the oil from it, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Here it is. But in order for me to get what I need, I've got to get what you got. I've got to take those regular olives and allow there to be a pressing in order to get the oil that I need. Here it is. Baby, there are some people who are waiting on your oil and your oil and your pressing is all that it needs. Here it is. There are some people who are needing your oil, but you're too selfish to go through the pressing process. Why? Because I know the pressing process is going to crush the old me. But here's the thing about losing the old you. There are some people who can't receive you the way you used to be. <laughs> Remember I told you I couldn't stand an olive, but I love olive oil. There are some people who cannot receive what you used to be. <laughs> but the only way they can receive you is the new you. Baby, I don't like olives, remember, but I love olive oil. I need for you to hear me preach this thing like I feel it. There are some people in your life who need the word that you've got. There are some people in your life who need the new version of you who cannot receive the old. You remember the Bible says, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says, I'm forgetting those things that are behind me. And I'm reaching, I'm pressing, I'm straining forward to what lies ahead of me. I press toward the mark. Of the pride. Listen to me. I'm going to ask you one question before I get off here. Uh, 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 PJC, I see you, man. Here it is. Here it is. This is my question for you. What is your prize? Told you tonight we're talking about the pressing. Oh, God, I feel your presence. What's the pressing feel like? It feels like a struggle. It hurts. Because everything that you've known, you're allowing, you're allowing it. Here it is. You're allowing it to be crushed. You're allowing it to be pressed so that something new can come out of you. Why do you think it's so difficult for people to leave old situations? Because it's tough. The only thing that you know about you is the way you've always been. That's why it takes a supernatural type of faith for you to trust God enough to say, I don't know what the new me looks like, but I know what the old me looks like. If you've ever been on a weight loss journey, when you see the before and after pictures, it was a pressing, not in the middle, not at the end. But the moment you decided to be serious about it, you had to press, you had to crush, you had to destroy everything that you used to know. Why? Because when I woke up at 11 uh, in the morning, when I used to get everything I wanted, my waffles, my, my ice cream, my cookies, my cakes, whatever it is that you used to get, you got to wake up and see different things now.
It's a struggle while you're in it. But when you can pick up your phone and you can say, yeah, this, this is me 100 pounds ago. This is me 20 pounds ago. This is it's a feeling that you feel then that you cannot replace because you allowed yourself to be pressed. You allowed yourself to be crushed. Here it is. The pressing is the wonderful thing. Remember what I told you about the dry cleaning? When you drop your dry cleaning off, you drop it off with no worries. I need for the load that you're carrying for the next time it gets too heavy for you to bear, the same way you drop your dry cleaning off, I need for you to drop your burdens off at Jesus the same way. The Bible says, cast all your cares upon me because I careth for you. Another version in Psalm says, casting all your cares upon me and I'll sustain you. So in other words, he's telling you, yes, the crushing is going to hurt. The pressing is going to hurt. But you worry about you. I'll take care of everything else. And when you pick it back up, it'll be washed. It'll be clean. It'll be starched. It'll be pressed. I'm talking about granddaddy pressed with the creases in the front of the pants. That's the type of pressing I'm talking. I ain't talking about them new mamas that be pressing your jeans. You can't tell they've been on. I'm talking about the pressing. There is a pressing that's happening in your life right now. And all I'm hearing God say right now is, is the oil, the oil, the oil, the oil, the oil, the oil. There's somebody I told you earlier, somebody who needs the new version of you? Stop delaying somebody else's blessing. Don't delay what I need because you like your flesh that much. Here it is. Hell is full of people who chose their flesh over their spirit. Love yourself, love your family, love your God, love yourself enough to choose the spirit over your flesh. And even though, Linda, I told you, even though I can't stand an olive, I can't live without my olive oil. So even though I can't appreciate an olive in its original form, after it goes through the pressing, every dish I cook, see why it's empty. Every dish I cook, I need the olive oil. So there's a way that I couldn't receive it before that I need now. Father, I thank you and I praise you. There's nobody like you. God, I thank you for the pressing. I might not be able to thank you right now in it, God, but I thank you that you pressed me enough to get out what I needed and what somebody else needed to. God, I'm not even praying this prayer for me right now. God, I'm praying this prayer for somebody else. I don't even know who I'm praying for right now. But God, whatever they stand in the need of, do it for them right now. Because God, I know that while you're working on them, you're fixing me. Whew, shout out. 
God, I know while you're working on the person I'm praying for that you're fixing me right now. So God, thank you for pressing me. God, I thank you for the pressing process. God, I thank you that you are a heavy load bearer. God, I thank you that you can dry every tear from my eye. God, I thank you that you are a friend when I'm friendless. God, I thank you that you're a mother when I'm motherless. God, I thank you that you're a father when I don't have a father. God, I thank you that you are the only thing that I will ever need. You're a mighty good God. You're a great God. You deserve a great praise. God, thank you for being everything that I need. I love you. I praise you. I lift your name and I bless your holy name. It was in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Listen. Your pressing process is tough because everything that you've known up until this point you've got to let it go here it is I can't tell you what after looks like all I can tell you is that it's worth it I don't know how hard your crushing and your pressing process is going to be but I promise you that it's going to be worth it how do I know? <clears throat> because I've been pressed before. Pressing won't happen just one time. Because God's going to continue to develop you. He's going to continue to strengthen you. It's going to get to a point <clears throat> where you'll be able to look at some stuff that used to bother you and laugh at it. We love to say that the devil is under our feet. But where's the person that you can't speak to? We love to say that we're dancing on the devil's head. But where's the situation that you've been dealing with that you ain't able to let go? Baby, the devil ain't under your feet. He's still right in front of you. Deal with him. The devil knows you as an olive. He don't know you as the oil. Whew, Lord have mercy. Allow God to press you and to crush you because his olive oil serves more than one purpose. I can marinate. I can cook. I can use it on skin. I can do whatever I need to do with it because it serves more than one purpose. Listen, if you've not already shared this, please do so at this time. Hit that share button. I'm begging you to hit that share button because I know somebody's life is depending on the pressing. I know what God can do. I know what he's going to do. Here it is. Until next time, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.